Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, we got a new setup. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the world. You have visited a page and a unit called Aletheia Radio, a place where the Christian perspective filters out through the world to help you understand your trouble in life. Welcome, everybody. My name is Cesar Santos. I'm Sean Egan. And we are back with our friend, Raimondo. What's up, Raimondo? Today we'll call him Raimondo. How about that? (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah, so. What's going on? All right, I just want to do a sound check real quick. Yeah. Sound check. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? Oh, yes. There you go. Okay, sorry about that, yeah. That's right. That was the sound check. Okay, yes. We got a new system. We're up and running. As you see, the room is, we actually stretched the room to make the podcast better. Yeah. And we did it all to make you happy. Yeah, what we did, we got some, uh, we're streaming live now on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook all at the same time, using some new program, hopefully to work out. I don't know if there's any delays, if you're going to see no, the delays. No, it looks really good. It looks good? All right. Yeah. That's awesome. We're really happy about it. So today we're going to be talking about, what are we going to be talking about today, What are Sean? we going to talk about? We're going to talk about, are you happy? Real simple question. Yeah. So clap along if you feel. Why are you all in your nothing more than? Oh wait, no, I came wrong there, didn't I? <laughs> no, yeah, no. We're gonna talk a little bit about happiness. You can clap along. You can if you're happy along. if you have. Is that what you do when life? you get happy? You do that when you get happy? I clap. You got? Yeah, if I'm at church, I clap a lot. I don't exactly clap on beat all the time, but I'm pretty good at it. I can do I can clap. All right. Well, what about? Be, be happy. Yeah, don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. So why shouldn't you worry? Because the Lord tells you not to worry. <laughs> yeah. It's really that simple. That's like the hardest thing, too. Yeah. The Bible's like, don't worry. But I'm trying. I'm just a human being. Right. So we're going to talk about uh, happiness. Uh, where do you find your happiness? Um, what do you do when you don't find happiness? What does God define as the uh, application of practices in your life that bring happiness? And what is the difference between happiness and joy? Joy, yeah. Or, or, or are, they, are they part of the same thing, right? Are they? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Let's that. talk about what's going on in the world right now. I know we were talking oh. earlier about... Um, We've seen some of the uh, things we talked about last week about the Roe versus Wade decision, right? Yeah, that's been getting real. And uh, some of the, uh, I guess you would say, protests going on, and they're going to actually the Supreme Court justices' houses. Well, that's actually illegal. Like, under the Constitution, that's actually illegal. Um, You know, I I understand that people have a right to protest, but if you, um, it's actually illegal to protest in front of a Supreme Court justice's house to get them to sway their decision, number one. Number two, um, the Supreme Court's job is not to imply their personal feelings involved into things. It's their job to decide if it's constitutional or not. We talked about this last week, and that's why they came up with this decision. It had nothing to do with people's 
feelings, but everything to do with what the Constitution says. Right. And, and that's what people have. A, and then so what people do after that is they immediately attack, attack the Constitution. Now, here's right. my thing. The Bible makes it really, really clear about authority and why authority is put in place, whether you agree with it or not. So I don't agree with a lot of things that are going on in the country right now. But fact is, I have to abide by the law. I can't be a lawless maniac running around. Well, you could be. I could be, but it won't benefit my life. It won't bring me <laughs> happiness because the only thing that will happen is it will, it'll, it'll complicate the most important areas of my life. And that's not uh, regardless of what popular mainstream belief is. Yeah, you know Christian what? The, the, the law actually, it, it's not illegal to protest it, um, at a, say, wherever. It doesn't matter where you are. It's not illegal. Say if they were walking down this uh, Supreme Court justice's block and protest, that's fine. It's before a decision is made. So so you can't sway a judge either way. You're not supposed to protest, say, at that judge's house while there's a decision you know, being made in the courts. I saw something where they said later on, um, you know, for protection of justices, even afterwards. So I don't think that was the original. I think that's an additive. Right, that you can't even now go afterwards because it's oh, really? considered. Um, I can't remember the exact wordage for it. It's it's sort of like a harassment. Oh, okay, to them, absolutely. But it's to it's, it's well, it makes not sense. All judges, yeah. I, I think it's. I think this just Supreme I think Court. The Supreme Court or the higher courts. You're not allowed to right. do anything in front of their houses. Right. So you, it sounds like you can't even go if you like what they did. You can't even go there with banners and say, "Hooray, you did a great job." Right. There's just no assembly allowed, but but people walk by the millions sometimes into D.C. Why not just take your rally, go into D.C.? You know the news is going to be there. Go in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah, that. I think this um, is an intimidation. That's right. all this is. This is uh, well, it's a mob mentality intimidation, yes. and that's what's scary. Because he, here's the thing: we had a conversation about this earlier. Um, if if you have a particular uh, a particular viewpoint on the world. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't weigh that viewpoint um, to the hundreds of thousands of people that agree with you. I wouldn't, because it's very easy to agree with popular opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I I would weigh my viewpoints mostly on those who disagree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I would definitely do that. Um, because because honestly, yeah, it's like the other things. Like if if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it? The problem is, yeah, most of us would. Yeah. What we're seeing though is is, and it, it it does come from both sides. We've seen it. We've seen in our own community people that show hatred, and they go and they they don't try to help women before abortions. Instead, they s- scream at them and they call them all sorts of nasty names, and that's not very Christ-like. Sorry. It doesn't bring happy. No, it doesn't. But and then, then they say Happy Mother's Day too. Yeah. So that's a whole. Different but thing. then on on the other <laughs> note, right now. It's not a protest. Right. It's, it's so not true. a straight protest. Right. This is this is a hate movement, and it, it, now they're now they're actually being honest. If you listen to all the stuff, it's not even, you know, uh, against Trump. Now it's it's uh, Christians. Yeah. Well, that's and, and that's the thing, um, because everybody needs a target. Like when you're, for example, think about any time in your life when you've been really angry. The first thing mm. that aggravates you becomes your target. Mm. You know, that's the first thing you're going to uh, you're going to put your anger on. That's the first thing you're going to be excessive about. You right. Know? Right. You know, well, that also goes to what we're going to talk about tonight. I mean, you, a lot, why are people so angry? Yeah. And not only that, I mean, what what gets in the way of you having, you know, 
I guess that feeling of happiness is is a lot of times your anger. Yeah, and if you're not angry, you're not happy. Show done. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> you it. know. So um, yeah, I I found something that uh, not I found something, but one of my favorite passages was uh, that 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 I was looking through today. I was like looking at all these different ones, and I, I've right. read the books, and but you know what it's like when you read. Oh them, yeah, and then yeah. it comes back to you. Romans fifteen thirteen. Yep. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So what's really cool is that it says, now may the God of hope, God, of course, is the God of hope. Why is he the God of hope? Because th- there, it's your only true outlet to have hope that things are going to work. It's the, God is the only one who's going to bring you to an understanding of why things happen the way they are. God's going to give you a meaning to all the suffering that happens in your life, and that's the most important thing to have. If you don't have an understanding of why we suffer, life is going to seem meaningless. If you don't have meaning, you don't have purpose. And if you don't have purpose, you act like the world is acting right now. Yep. And he said that you may abound in the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit being the Spirit of God in you. Great passage. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, and actually um, there, the hope that we have, I mean, Jesus put it in a way in the in the Beatitudes at the Sermon on the Mount when he said, you know, blessed. Oh, well, which, you know, there was a lot of blessings but, in the Beatitudes. And, all, and, yeah. and, and if you look, really look at the that word happy, and in a biblical definition, part of it is being blessed. So you can actually go to the Beatitudes and change that blessed to be happy is the one. Yeah, so uh, blessed you know, are happy the peacemakers, the one. for they shall inherit and, the kingdom of God. And the reason God. being is because when you put God as your, as your sights, that's what you're seeking. Instead of me seeking happiness in this thing or happiness in this thing, you're, you're putting what you do for God, His glory, as that's your happiness or your joy that you're blessed in that, whether you go through things. Cause you know, if you just seek out happiness and you're seeking happiness, you're going to be disappointed a lot of time, you know, yeah. you, you know, you're going to get disappointed because you're, you're either going into a storm, going through a storm and coming out in one. Yeah. And, and if you're seeking happiness, a lot of people get disappointed in that. But if you have God at your center, that, gives you the joy. And I, I think that's the difference between happiness and joy is joy is something that's deeper inside of you. Happiness is the, um, momentary experience. It, well, it's also the yeah. outward, uh, expression of your joy. That's inside true yeah. happiness, but happiness is fleeting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a mo- momentary right. feeling. Right. Yeah. That's why yeah. joy is absolutely. Well, I, I don't know if we're ready to, <laughs> unpack that part yet can i just one more thing if we're talking about the world it's i find it amazing that yes the supreme court thing has really taken to the front ukraine is all the way in the back now almost like it's barely even being whispered about and that 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 war is just as horrible as it was it's actually getting worse yeah then then you got china now practicing yeah for invasion of taiwan We had people running around like chickens without the heads all over our cities around the... Going again, they don't have hope. So what are they doing? They're going into lawlessness. Well, that's... And they're stealing and they're... There's no hope. There's no hope. Everybody's seeking hope in a government. Yeah. Or in leaders. Or or things. Or in money. Yeah, that's that's what I say. It's more material, you know, things. Yeah. God doesn't promise... He doesn't promise any of us 
that things are going to run smooth. He actually promises the opposite. Mm. Um, things are probably going to get more difficult when you when you settle down on the standard of good and what good really is because yeah. ultimately people don't want that. Right. People want to live in their chaos. I mean, and I know I did it for a long time. I, 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 one day people are going to be like, oh, I looked back on you and you said this. Yeah, probably did. Probably did a lot yeah. worse. Me yeah. too, brother. You know? Me too. And, and, um, and you know what? And I'm not, I would never hide what I've done or the mistakes that I've made because well, look at where I am now. If you The good thing is, that, is those things are hidden in Christ. Yeah, exactly. You may take recognition of them, but I don't yeah. care what you think. Right. I'm sorry. I really don't. And that seems to be the biggest problem. You have a bunch of people running around the world saying, I don't care what people think of me. Yes, you do. All yeah. you do is care what people exactly. think of well, That's I, why you're not happy. Yeah, well, well, they all I, have the Billy Joel song in their head. The one that I, I did? I don't care what you say oh. anymore. It's <laughs> my <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. It just doesn't work. <laughs> that's another one we should do. That's a good one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's actually It doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. And actually, from what you were saying, uh, too, is you, know, you don't care because I, I think there's only one... Um, time that the, that word happy is used and in in the uh, New Testament, I think it's in Romans, yeah, fourteen twenty two. The faith which you have have as your own conviction before God. Happy is the one who does not condemn himself in what he approves. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, and and let, so I mean that's probably a good place to start right there. Like, so I mean we all feel some level of grief um, towards things that don't go right. We all feel some terrible levels of shame and mm-hmm. and and all these emotions that we go through and um and it makes us really really defensive really fast so the first thing that we do uh is is being put on defense is we prepare for a war i don't prepare for wars anymore i don't i don't need to prepare for wars the, the, these battles are not mine between people if somebody disagrees with me they're not disagreeing with me they're disagreeing with my worldview yeah well you can't my aunt used to tell me this when I was a kid, and I and I love this. That jo- you were handsome? No, 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 no. She, no. she told me to put my head in the ground like a like an ostrich. <laughs> but um, but that's okay. I'm still happy. Exactly. <laughs> no, she used to say she used to tell me I had yodge. And what I, is yodge? You, you see, C- catches. So joy, Jesus, others, yourself. Oh, yodge is yourself. Others, Jesus. Me, 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 me. So you ain't having happiness right. when me is at the front. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, you're never going to give yourself enough. You're never going to have enough. Right. You're never right. going to be where you want. I, look, look at these billionaires. Yeah. Most of them are miserable. They're not happy. They, oh, I well, need more. I don't know. I'm well, going to have to buy I mean, this company. Or I, I, would, do this. I would honestly say, like, I don't know about the billionaires in particular, but I would say uh, celebrities seem to, seem to be having a harder time with uh, with I mean, I mean, it, it can't be easy having a camera in your face constantly. It, it has to it has to bear a certain weight on your life. But some people in the spotlight react a lot crazier. Yeah, you know, and and that's what it boils down to. Like, so I was out today, um, um, in the world, <laughs> mm. and uh, you know, and I was just looking. I was looking at people. I was getting coffee today, and I remember looking around, and I remember saying, "Wow, no matter how much." I disagree with these people. God created every single one of these people with mm. love and intent. So yeah. if I go into any conversation with people and I'm like, 
automatically considering what their worldview might be based on their appearance, I'm missing, I'm missing the whole point. And I think we, a lot of us do that. Like if you look at, um, if you look at right, right now, what's going on in the world, you got a lot of people running around with zero respect for life mm. or people zero, or people or property or, or, or anything like that. And, um, and, and, and it's really bad, not because, not because it's just something that's happening it's because it's indicative of the of the heart condition that we all suffer from mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's what makes it scary like if um oh who said this i i, I think it was jordan peterson again but he said um he said uh, if you were to tell somebody who you are and they don't run they probably weren't paying attention <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah right well yeah cuz that goes to the same uh thought psychologically that we're all basically monsters. I mean, he, that's one of the, his yeah, things, you yeah. know, that we're all capable of really bad Absolutely. things. The Bible actually talks about that extensively. Right. If you take a look at Jesus walk, it was never about him. It was constantly about everybody else. Which when was the you, part that baffled everyone. Okay, think about just, okay, like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Is it not? Yeah, and I know as a kid, this this could be a little bit different thought process because you're not all all mm. the way there yet with the, right. your whole thoughts. But when you give somebody a gift and they're genuinely excited and you're excited for them to open it, and yeah, you, and they're excited about it, tell me you don't bubble with happiness like oh, I that's, do. That's awesome. Look how happy because I know there's a good possibility there's one for me coming. That is I'm there, joking. That's is there happiness <laughs> yeah. if you go wrap a present, put it under the tree, and go open up Christmas morning all by yourself? It's huh. like oh well, and and you get it for yourself. Yeah, and you wrap it. This, 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 you don't get that. I mean, I wouldn't there. turn down a PlayStation 5, but I wouldn't exactly <laughs> be thrilled to have it alone. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, my happiness wife, yeah. is all about others. Look at, okay, yeah, so the yes, best yes. teachers, I think teachers is a great example of this. Okay. The good teachers, they, they throw their love out to all those children in the room. Yeah. And they're pouring into others all the time. So it's not about them and what they know. It's about them sharing and loving others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that room, yeah. and those are the best teachers because then the students are all excited. And what do they do? Yeah, they're happy to go to school. They're happy to they're learn. They're happy to learn. Yeah, most importantly. So, yeah, happiness. If that you, brings up, if you do this, like my wife did the one time, like I said. Yeah, and you're doing happiness like this. Yeah, it's not going to work. Well, yeah. I think what you said is really important. Like, if you look at it from the aspect of a child, uh, you go into a room full of people. And, uh, and you got this one person in class, she, she or he's the teacher, and they're up there doing their job, and they're excited to do their job. Those kids are going to be excited to learn. Mm. So obviously, we live in a society full of people that aren't excited to learn because they think they know everything. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the biggest problem. You have a bunch of people running around in the streets that are just they're, just, they're saying that they know it, but they're making it up as they go. And I'm talking to myself, too. I mean, I, it's a common phrase Absolutely. that we like to say. But, like, you know, there's a lot of things that we do that we make it up on their own because we'd rather not take the manual and work with it. Yeah. Do you think, you think if you pick, if you sat all the people down, I, I, I'm telling you, you could sit tens of thousands of people down. If they're all honest. Yeah. And you sat them down. Well, why? Well, I deserve that would be the number yeah. one phrase that we'd get out of the whole, well, I deserve more. Well, I didn't get what I deserve. I deserve those products. That's why I took them from the store. 
Well, I, mean, I deserve a better car. Yeah, we have to. Do. I deserve to be treated better. We have to. When decide the fact what... is, we don't deserve anything at all. Nothing. Well, Nobody. given no, given our just given our thoughts alone, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then it also really goes on how people define or or what they think and seek out as happiness. Mm. You know what what makes you happy. You know mm. what is it that you? What can I give you that would make you happy? You know, that's a good question. Like ask you know my kids that what what does it what would it take to make you happy you know and most people don't have an answer to that no well that's because most people don't know what makes them happy no you know what it is because i think where we get it wrong is like we said we search out things that would make us happy rather than searching out meaning in what we do if we search out like uh in our lives, something that's meaningful, like you said, whether it's helping others or, or doing something good, when you do those things, that's, that brings you the happiness that you can't explain. And God wants that for us. And and that's the distinction between joy and happiness right there. Your outward expression of happiness only comes from the joy that you have inside, which Mm. stems from the hope that you have within. Well, you can't have those things without the hope of a bright future. If you, if you will, if you were in a, in a prison, like I'm not talking like, handle it like Paul type being in a prison. I'm saying like if if any one of us like um like me pre-salvation if I was in a prison I would have been angry, I would have um I would have blamed people for me being there. And that doesn't help anybody. What I would have to do is I would have to stop and ask myself, well, well how did I get here? Right. And it would have been real difficult to get to a place where I would have actually taken the personal responsibility uh on my actions to, to, to even look at that and say like, okay, what did I do to get here? You know, what, what do I have to change about myself? So this never happens again. Right. So like it, you know, in, in trying to be happy, one, one big part of that is taking personal responsibility. Oh yeah. Personal, personal accountability. And you can get it now in pill form. Right. <laughs> my life has changed because I take personal responsibility once a day. <laughs> so like if I take the the beatitudes I just pulled it up real quick and I just changed the word blessed with happy it's okay. happy are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven happy are those who mourn for they shall be comforted happy are those are the meek for they shall inherit the earth happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied happy are the merciful for they shall receive mercy happy are the pure in heart for they shall see god happy are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons of God. Happy are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So that's even a hard one because happy to be persecuted. You know, that's, that's tough to, to see that. Well, is happiness scripturally. Isn't that bubbly feeling? No, see, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's why I'm saying is happiness is not, I'm not talking about the definition as far as happiness being the bubbly. I'm saying that (laughs) the word blessed here. Yeah. Is what true happiness is. Happiness, blessing, happiness yes. is when you've been blessed. When you when you have a blessing in your life, you know it's interesting that after he talks about this being blessed, which you like I said, you can actually translate that to being happy, but being blessed. But it's a the, the biblical definition of happiness. Then he talks about salt and light, because how can you then be salt and light if you can't be happy in your persecution? Yeah, and persecution has, or blessing your persecution. Yeah, so next time you get a red light traffic camera ticket, you're like ninety bucks, praise the Lord. 
<laughs> or, how about, or how about you get in the car? That's not persecution, it, man. It's whatever that's because you, you ran a red light. That's because you ran a red light. <laughs> that's whatever you, you do, do it unto the Lord. That even means the uh, pedal <laughs> yeah. on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> no, but we have warped a lot of these these words into our own meanings as time's gone on. So, yeah. yeah. I knew exactly what you're saying. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But we have warped the word happy into I get everything I want, when I want it, how I want it. The music makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but there's been plenty of times I've been immersed in the word of God and felt like a room without a roof. Yeah. Or I felt I felt unhappy. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, most of the times we, we really seek the word is when we're at our at worst. worst. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, so now separating happiness from joy and really looking at, uh, at the differences between the two. I mean, we've all... We, we, we've delved into is delve the right word we've sure. delved I, I, that sounds great I feel like if it not, it's a word another now. letter like yeah. we have delved I don't know it kind of sounds it. like a we, version we, of dive but I'm not an English no delve is the fancier word of uh, I don't know we I'm not an English major we have delve I think we're happy <laughs> we're happy with delve yes. yeah I'm happy with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean like I mean we, we really we've really gotten into that and, and the importance of of, of, deci- of uh, having a distinct difference between your understanding of joy and and happiness and and i think and i think that's what it boils down to uh hopelessness right i think i think the big difference is is joy is more of an inward spiritual uh condition you know i think i think it's without that you can't really feel joy without having an inward peace that inward peace is what creates the joy in your heart, yeah. you know? And I think, like I said, happiness is more of that surface. That's why it's easily, uh, comes and goes. it comes and goes because yeah. it's more of like, you see me being happy because I have joy inside. Yeah. You know, that's why in the persecution, happy is the one that in the persecution, uh, you know, you're going to be happy if you have, you're seeking God and you have, Christ in your life and and even as you go through those per- persecutions you can still have joy yeah in your heart and knowing that you've doing that you're doing the right thing which is something that most people don't have that's yeah. the scarier part or of it. knowing even like a lot of the times like in my life was my happiness was gone because of all the loss that I've had in my life you know and then but it, you know as as God did a work in my heart even with that loss, I can have that joy inside knowing what's after or what's going. We're not guaranteed on. happiness. No. At all. Nowhere no. in scripture. Actually, it's the opposite. It really. does. Yeah. So, well, and if, even if you didn't believe scripture, you could just look at your life. Look at, I, yeah. I think the greatest <laughs> yeah. one, and anybody out there, you go read this book. If you think life is rough, which some of you could have really bad lives right now, but the book of Job. Job. Yeah. As soon as you this, said that, I knew exactly this guy Oh, he's about to talk about Job. his kids taken away. Everybody told him to curse God and just die. And and his house. Everything. You know Everything. And the guy was rich. Yeah. God blessed very him. Very wealthy. But he refused to curse God. He kept the joy, but the guy was definitely, most definitely not happy during that period. You know what I find really interesting about Job? His friends. Yeah. <laughs> For seven days, they sat there and they were just present. And that's all he needed. And it made him happy. And then finally he had that one friend who's like, just curse God. You know, Job, what what did you do? Yeah, there's some, you must have done something. You had to have done something. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you pay your taxes this year? Like, what is it? 
<laughs> and then finally, like next thing you know, they're like, I don't know, man. Maybe Job upset the Lord somehow, man. Let's Maybe. move away before it spreads to us. Yeah, man. I might mess around and get a boil on me. It's over, man. I'm not going to be friends yeah. with Job anymore. Even yep. his own wife. Yeah, she was yeah. like, just die already. Just curse God and die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, thanks, honey. Thanks, Job. Yeah. Thanks. You got all our kids killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lightning but, strikes the four pillars, and you're telling me to curse God. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, but doesn't but say, joy, doesn't, doesn't Proverbs say make your wife happy? Yeah. Dang well, it. think <laughs> about this song. I don't know if the two of you heard the song, the kid's song. This is my commandment, that you love one another, that your joy may be full. I have not. No. Yeah, so it, it's a it's a song. You guys look it up. But I we're going to perform comes, that live next week on yeah, the definitely. radio. I think that comes. Dude, that I think it background. might. It's either Psalms or Proverbs that 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 the verse comes from. Mm-hmm. But I remember that as a kid. And then when you think about the wording of that, this is my commandment that you love one another, that your joy. It Maybe doesn't say not, that you have to like This is my one commandment, another. that right. you love yourself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, but that, but now our understanding of love is so jacked up too, that makes it really hard to have happy relationships. Yes. Because we think that that love has to be, you know, conforming to our to our emotions and that's not love um you know um a wise man said treat others as well treat yourself as you would treat others because we hear that all the time uh like like you know treat yourself as you treat others as you would like to be treated Mm -hmm. but i know if i want to live in my sin if i want to like live a corrupt life i'm not going to want anyone to know about it so if i treat myself that way what good am i to other people Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, and so the, the, the case was made that we treat other people better than ourselves. And I think that's kind of true. You know, like I treat my wife way better than me. Well, what does is, what is scripture <laughs> say? No one hates themselves. I think, I think it was Jesus that talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Or, or it was Paul. It might have been even Paul. But when it goes, who doesn't feed themselves? Oh, or yeah. Or themselves. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or go have a bed to sleep in. Yeah. Or have food or whatever it was. You ever had yeah. that and friend? He, I'm just sad right now. I just hate myself. No, you don't. Did you wake up this morning at breakfast? Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did, you did you take a bath? Yeah. That's a hard <laughs> argument to say to somebody who's really depressed, though. Well, that's... Okay, so it's interesting because I did want to kind of hit into this a little bit because of the, the counseling. Well, you've gotten stuff. your way then. There are people, and it's real. It's Our community used to really they really had it wrong, a lot of people in our community, for a long time about real medical issues. Yeah, yeah. And now they're starting to see with the, the, the advancement and stuff that the people do have depression, maybe because of different hormones they're not putting out, different yeah, they would chemicals not treat in their bodies. seizures because they thought it was demon attacks, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. so even depression, some you know sometimes it's circumstantial. Sometimes yeah. it is you're in a woe with me party, but other times it's it, chemical. It, it can be yeah. a chemical... Yeah. Different and it's sometimes it's hard for them to pick up. Sometimes it's a little bit easier. They're mm. starting to do brain scans now and stuff like yeah. that for this. Yeah. So, I would say also if you're not feeling happy, you're not feeling joyful. Not only do you need God, the physician, but you also you need to see need a real a physician. physician. Amen. To sit I down. agree with that. Could mm. be it could be as simple as diet. Think about it. Yeah, it has yeah. a lot to do with diet. Yeah. I mean, my diet's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's in shape it's called round yeah. so, <laughs> pear is a shape yeah <laughs> but you know that that could be when you're not happy it's not always about the things you need it could no, be something no. physical going on as well yeah lack of sleep or 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 psychological because yes. i think i think a lot of the times 
you're, you um, condition yourself uh, also there's, you know, to condition yourself uh, to be depressed because you, you set your, your expectations so high of yourself. Like we said, like people that seek out happiness are going to be disappointed. Mm. And when you, when you, when you have that expectation of, you know what, my life should be great. My life should be happy. I should be happy all the time. And if, and if it's not, there's a problem kind of like even with Joe, they looked at Joe, like there must be an issue. And a lot of times we, we don't see it. It's like looking at the back of a carpet, like a really beautiful mm. carpet. You see this, the ba- if you're looking at the back of a carpet, it looks like a mess. Yeah. It looks like a mess. But what God sees is the other side of that carpet, the, the beauty inside of you, you know? And when you actually start looking at it that way and looking towards God, you start seeing that other side of it mm. rather than keeping yourself, you know, you're, you're, t- you're looking at yourself, uh, you know, as, as being cursed, basically, instead of blessed, you know, I've, I'm cursed, you know, yeah. my whole family, I was born into a family of, of being cursed my whole life, you know, when I honestly, it's, it's not that it's that I'm, I'm not content with my life. The Bible teaches us to, to that. We should be, you know, Paul says that you should be content in all things, whether no matter what it is, just mm. be content where you are. Because when you have that type of mindset, then no matter what happens to you, you still have the joy of the Lord. Yeah. Content so, and joy are what? Synonymous. Synonymous, right. Exactly. Yeah, so we so we were reading uh, Philippians 4 last night, and that was uh, actually the part where Paul says talks about becoming content in all things. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you become content in all things? You have to shed... Um, you have to shed your desires. You have to really, really focus in on what needs, what what a need really is. Mm-hmm. And to really focus in on any of those things, you have to get out of your feelings like uh for example there was this article about this doctor she was an amazing doc yes please get out of nothing more i I can't get it (laughs) why can't i get it he's cuts it off so easily yeah Yeah. it's like whatever but um but yeah so there was this doctor she was a really really great doctor because she was a psychopath my wife actually told me about it. Uh, she was reading about it. And uh, so she was, she was a phenomenal doctor because she was a psychopath. She had no empathy for anyone. Mm. So uh, what it was was, you know, she would, she would date guys. Sense. She would date guys and she's like, I'm sorry. I get what I need out of the relationship. And that's that. If you can't deal with that, I'm sorry. Like, did you feel bad? Well, I felt bad that he was a good person, that he deserved better, but I didn't feel bad from taking what I wanted out of the relationship. So that's her lack of empathy, but it makes her a great surgeon because she doesn't get personal to the possibility. She doesn't have feelings. She doesn't get the feelings. She doesn't have the feelings. But does it really make her a great surgeon? Absolutely. did. Her success rate was ridiculous. I got you. But just because your success rate doesn't mean she had bedside manners. Does it mean that she was able? I don't to think people care about bedside manners when they want oh. their spine replaced. Well, or oh, I got you. Or, or, or turn or tur- or turning down to like something like yeah, because she doesn't. She's like, no, it's just not going to work. Rather than having faith, be like, you know what, I'm going to give it a try anyway. Yeah, we're going to try a different approach yeah. and making the decision that something way. like that. So that's basically what they were saying about in the article. But I think that really sheds some light on the human. Am I out of the mic a lot? I'm just like I'm all over. The no, place you're today. you're good. You're so good. Um, I think that sheds light on the human condition. I think uh, I think. Um, you know, we could all have psychopathic tendencies when it comes to things that we don't agree with. And I think the most important thing is uh, when we talk about empathy, like um, my wife says sometimes that I'm not empathetic and she may be right. What does she mean by that? Well, I, I think what she means is no, that I didn't I'm really not, want you I'm to not, 
Yeah, it's probably, you know what, let's just kill <laughs> let's, this whole conversation. Yeah. No, so let's talk no. about empathy with everybody else. No, so, <laughs> no but, but it, even in any case, what it means is that, um, so we have to separate uh, our definitions of empathy. Right. Empathy, you know, considering a person's emotional state, what they might be going through is one thing. But just because you don't like the answer that the person gives does not mean they're not being empathetic. It just means your expectation of what you thought empathetic was is not. Right. So... So when somebody's if if you if you go to someone and um and you want them to console you, you have a certain expectation that they're going to be what you believe to be as right. empathetic towards your situation, whatever you're going through. Right. So when, but ha- well, in the, in empathy, then ha- how is that going to make you happy or or feel some sort of happiness? Well, I don't know because it kind of scares being me. Being empathetic. Everybody's... Yeah. Well, but but see, but that's the thing. Like people, like if you want me to to address your current state truthfully you know the old saying the truth hurts so if you get hurt it doesn't mean that i'm not empathetic it just means i'm telling you the truth i'm trying to listen i'm trying to land that plane as softly as possible i really am well what what so what is but it doesn't mean i'm not empathetic ray well, i didn't forget about you no, no how would, how would you define empathy really then? that that's the point you know, Empathy it's is others before yourself. Right. It's But it's also not just others before yourself. It's also being able to understand what they're going through. And why would you take the time to do that? Why? It is yeah. one word. Right. It's a four-letter word. It starts with an L and ends love. with an A. Love. Yeah. That's yeah. an f- action of love. Yeah. Which yes, it is. it's not that gushy. Let's all let's all snuggle and no. Love. No, it's a truthful. It's an love. action. It's taking direct yeah. action. Empathy is a direct action of love. Because when people used to say empathy, like, empanadas? Did you ever meet somebody mm. if you're like, no, like hi, how's it food. going? Yeah, I, you know, like, are you a spiritual person? Oh, well, I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just a very spiritual person. You know, I'm an empath. What does that mean? That means, like, when I walk in the room, I can feel everything everybody's feeling. Wow. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it wasn't being very no, empathetic to that statement. No, Next time no. somebody says that, you go up to them and say, oh, did you feel the grumble in my tummy? <laughs> did you feel Did this? you just miraculously Did you just break, feel that? Did you break a chicken's neck and spit vodka in my face right now? <laughs> no, I mean, no. Oh, sorry, man. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No, you're not. All right, so, no, I'm not. I'm dead serious. Spit the yeah. chicken and drink the top. That's <laughs> it. We're, we're so, back on witchcraft now. Yeah, I'm, we're going back to our witchcraft. Joy-wise, I want to bring up, because both yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. Tinsdale. The okay. guy who translated the Bible, yes. that's when the Catholic Church was yes. really out of control. Yes. They were slaughtering women. You talking about how he died? They burnt him at the stake yeah. for translating, but what did he do? The story has it, while he was burning, he was singing psalms. He's yeah. a better man than I am. That's, I'm sure he was not happy at that moment. Right. But God gave him so much joy that he was able to sing through that. Yeah. That's amazing. Joy isn't something we're going to grab on our own. No. It's an obedience. It's a, it's a return on obedience, which we don't deserve. It's an added bonus into our yes. relationship with God. That's inspiring. That's inspiring. That's a yeah. faithful mix. I know most of us would probably sound like James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I feel hot. No, but yeah, you know what? You brought up a good point because I also think that that happiness is a gift. Yes. Like, like a blessing, you know, it's a gift that you're given and, and, and you should be, uh, embracing it. You should be embracing that you're having that moment because like you said, it's fleeting and joy is something that can only be put in your heart 
by God, you know, yeah. it's the only way that 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 can get in your heart because what does the Bible teach us about a man's heart? It is deceitful in all of and, its ways. And you know, yeah. you get a question like this: Well, what about us that don't follow God or believe? Well, God, as we know, God builds into us all of us His law, on His our law, hearts. His writing. He puts it on our hearts. Yeah. So just think about a mother who just gave birth. They, that's about they, as close they have to... joy. In they weren't happy giving birth. Unless they were knocked out, the doctor example. just took yeah, it out. Yeah. But it's they weren't example. happy at all. But that joy afterwards, it's all gone. All the pain, all the suffering, it's gone. They have joy. See, but so even in until they turn fifteen, but even in unbelievable, yeah. then it all comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. But that's where the happiness no, yeah. goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Ray, you no, bring up a great, a great point because, um, I mean, think about the sacrifices that a mother makes to have the child. Yes. You know, she she sacrifices severe like there's the pains i cannot imagine what those pains are like um but just the course over the over the months of pregnancy you know uh the uncomfortable feelings that, that she goes through the nausea Winking. you know and then finally all that sacrifice culminating to this gift that she gets to hold in her hands that it formed formed inside of you yeah you're going to nurse the baby from the same body it came from it's like you're a giant flesh generator. And, and, That's awesome. and a lot of people don't realize the miracle of what it is a miracle. It takes Every a birth lot is a for miracle. a childbirth. Yes. It is it is it's a an miracle. amazing miracle. But Every even time. an unbeliever, even even people that claim, Oh, I, I don't know if I believe in God, or I don't know if I want him in my life. He puts that in us because you can look around and watch mothers pushing their kids in strollers, mother picking their kids up when they're they fall down and scratch their knee. Mothers ready to kill people that even look at their children the wrong way. Fathers even, getting hit even fathers, toys. grandmothers, grandfathers. When when you bring a baby in a room, everything it doesn't matter. Everything everybody's attitude changes. You could be Debo. You know what and I mean? You're gonna you could be T Bird. And and he and he suddenly gets happy because there's a baby in a room. Uh-huh, that's it. He's gonna share his worms and corn with you. <laughs> I'll take the corn. Yeah. <laughs> no, but right. but point proven. Babies, I mean, like they they do something, and like and and you know, it's funny. It's like everybody has their own definition of what it means to protect children, and that's what's really really bizarre. I mean, wh- what is it, I mean, what does it mean to protect children? What does it mean to 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 uh, to feel the joy and the happiness of knowing that you're keeping that child safe? No, no greater love than this. To, to lay one's life down for their friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. And moms, you try to get to that baby. They'll yeah, you're, and gonna dads, have, you're gonna have to take that mom out of the picture before you get that baby. And dad's protecting that's, that, that's love, love. And, you know? dad, so, and dad is protecting uh his family to really? the max. What are we doing? We got two cameras popping. Look at that fancy little but, picture there. But think about the joy they have watching nurturing the kid. And I'm sure day to day there's not always happiness. Yeah, but, you know, no, no. They, I mean, kids were all a pain in the neck at times. They're probably, you know, I mean, everybody knows that raising a child is extremely difficult, um, and 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 there's and there's ups and downs to it, and 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 beyond the fact that it's it's a statement that we all say, there's individual experiences that we have with these children uh, as they grow up that make the personal relationships with them what they are. And, uh, and everybody's is, is different, and every relationship is unique for their own ways. Like, listen, there's the, the smell of a house that you grew up in. 
you know, uh, the, the, the food that was cooked in that house, the types of clothes you wore, the different sounds in your culture when you grow up. Like, all these things are indicative of these little unique blessings that we have in our life. And, and, and even though things get rough, there's those things that stay with us and they resonate throughout our lifetimes as, as, as comfort. Yeah. I mean, you could, I, I can experience that even through smells or something you hear like a song, you yeah. know, where you, it brings you back to that moment where you felt happy or yeah. you felt joy because you, you smell, you know, you like, I can always smell my, my, when I wash my hands with a certain soap, my grandmother's house. Because I was just about to say something about my grandmother. Yeah, yeah you ruined it. Yeah, because like she used to wash my hands, and I remember the feeling of her when I smell this soap. I remember the feeling of her taking me over the sink yeah. and taking the soap and using her hands and washing my hands. It was I would look up at her and I would be like, "I love you." Like, and I remember yeah. that, and I, I don't remember how old I was, but I just that smell all of a sudden brought that joy in my heart when I looked at her, and it was just this older woman washing my yeah. hands. Yeah, when I smell pro, uh, natural gas, right, I go right back to my my grandmother's apartment in Brooklyn. Every <laughs> single time, the building yeah. it's kind of terrible if you think about it. It's like, wow, everything smells like natural gas. Whole family full of smokers, but that's the first thing. <laughs> I think about it. I smell natural right. gas. I'm like, man, that's hey, like my grandma's house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, how do you... You t you guys tell me what you think. And I'm going to challenge whoever's watching today. Okay. Or whoever may watch us in the future. Now, you talked about washing your hands. Yeah. Or maybe it's going over for a meal at grandma's. Or something oh, yeah. else's. Yeah. What, what can make you happy? People, if you don't even realize this, because you haven't done this, find a food outreach... Right now, people are hurting really bad, even here in the U.S., to get food and stuff. Yeah. You donate, a, real, a plug real quick, you Lighthouse donate Mission. Food. Plug you, Lighthouse. Yep, Lighthouse Mission on Long Island, but there's others all around the country. Think about you feeding your kids and watching them smile after you labor to make the meal. Oh, I love that. It's the very greatest so, feeling in the world. Now you help another family be able to replicate that kind of happiness. You're going to walk away feeling like... Joy. Wow, that was that's awesome that somebody yeah. else can now, or whether it's something as simple as soap. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe people don't have soap and need soap, and you give it out, yeah. and maybe maybe another grandma washes the kids' hands, and that. But those things that bring you joy, pass those on. Yeah, share yeah. those with others, yeah. and you want if you're remembering that happiness, pass it to someone else. It's going to give you more happiness in the long run, knowing that you're helping others yeah. get to the same point. Where you have those memories. Well, that, well, that's the important thing. So, um, uh, yeah, that actually brought me to a verse when you said, go do that. It says uh, in Isaiah 52, 7, how lovely on the mountains are the feet of the one who brings the good news, who announces peace and brings good news of happiness. Mm. You know, so when you bring, when you bring these things to others, you know, you know, you feel that joy inside. inside. Yeah. You and, know, and, that, and it's from peace. Yeah. It's peace. It's, 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 um, it's the obvious peace that you have that brings that 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 joy that spawns that happiness because i mean the world will continue to exist in chaos you know i mean it's it's the world it's it's the way you were born in it you look around that's the way it is but just because the world is chaos doesn't mean there's no peace right you know um, peace is something that has to exist inside of you in order to exist so if you don't allow that peace to exist if you don't feed that peace with what um what what creates peace, which is God, which is um, 
everything about it. Um, what is that? That's right. I don't know. Yeah, it, but, it's um, some technical difficulties we're having. It, that's it all right. It's a new program. So we'll you get guys past. aren't happy. No, I mean, but you got joy. No, no, but yeah. So that's. <laughs> yeah, possible. I don't know what it's it is. Tough. Well, what I'm saying is, um, peace. Peace is a really, in, in peace is the main. Like that's why they call Jesus the Prince of Peace. Peace is is the is the one main thing that ensures that joy to be in your life. That ensures those those amazing bursts of happiness that happen in your life. It's it's all based on 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 living the, on the way that's laid out for you. Right. You know, it's the one thing that guarantees you um, a peaceful life. Like, listen, you don't have to like your conditions around you, but you do have to deal with them. You know, um, mm-hmm. people get mad when you talk about personal responsibility for that reason. But personal responsibility is the only thing that gives you peace. Is the only thing that gives you an opportunity to experience happiness. Well, here's a great biblical analogy for peace. What did Jesus say at the end to Peter? He asked about John. Well, what's going to happen to him? He goes, that's none of your business, Peter, what I do with John. But yeah. with yeah. you, there's, gonna, there's a day that's going to come. You're going to be led away and you need to go. Yeah. And they crucified him upside down. Because he didn't want to be crucified like, like Jesus. Like Jesus. He didn't feel worthy of that. But he was only capable of doing that because the peace that God put in his heart to be able to go peacefully to a crucifixion, much less be able to say, no, no, why don't we nail me upside down? Right. Right. <laughs> Think about like, that. I'll do it, but I'm not going to do it your way. Right. You know, and, and it's really, it's crazy because like, like I watched some of the old movies. So I think it was, um, what was it? Who got whipped in the square? And uh, was it, it was Peter and John, I think it was. At the temple. Yeah, at the temple. And they're like, and uh, but in the movie, it was like, rejoice, Peter, for we suffer for the Lord. <laughs> it's like, I'd be like, Psh, rejoice, Psh, Peter. Oh, oh, that would hurt because, yeah, we, you know, yeah, I would have yeah. filled it in with a couple of my, you and know. You, and you read that story and you, I could picture the two of them looking at the back. Like, here, turn for a second, Sean. I could see the both hands. Put your hand out. I see them going, put your hand down like this. And just walking away. And that's all you <laughs> see their backs. Like, you know, just a little five. Like, yeah, we took we took it. The Lord. You took it and you, and you yeah. Lord yeah, gave us peace. Yeah. See, but that's symbolic of, of life in itself. Like, when you stand for what's right, more than likely, if you're not standing alone, you're standing with a very small crowd. Mm. And there's going to be a mob of people against you. You got to be okay with that. And you have to be okay with that. You yeah. got to be comfortable in your own skin. You got to say, I don't care what you think of me. I care what God thinks of me. I think that's the, the hardest thing, especially, you know, nowadays. For young people, too. Well, yeah. especially nowadays when you have everything just out, you know, um, like we had the, the show on information, everything's just readily available. And when you're, you're out there like that, you're so concerned on what everybody thinks of you. And it's easy to get that f- feedback of, oh, they like me or they don't like me, you know. So you can get caught up in that's what kind of creates where you seek your, your happiness. I you would know? encourage anybody out there to do, uh, to take a step uh, to, to fixing that. I would encourage everybody out there to spend some time and have a conversation a long and i mean a real conversation with somebody you probably don't like or don't agree with number one go out there and do things that you don't feel like doing but at the same time when you do do that have empathy yeah no listen to them you know don't don't you know and and continue to have the conversations like sit down with one person you do not agree with 
even if it's if you can't tolerate it for more than five minutes, fine, but continue it. Keep trying. Right. Right. And 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 if you ask yourself why are you doing this, it's because you have to be taken out of your comfort zone to really take a look at yourself to find out if what you believe is actually true or is it based on something that that you're terrified of. Yeah. Because what it boils do. down to is if the things that you avoid is because you fear them. I yeah. don't avoid too much of anything, you know, because I don't really fear too much. But there are things that w- when I do start avoiding things, I stop and I ask myself, wow, am I afraid of this? Yeah, I do that. With, and that's okay. You, you, got to, you have to be able to admit that you're afraid of things. Yeah, I do that with, um, with probably most people do that is with death, you know, where you're, you're afraid. Like we were talking about your grandfather and how you went and ministered to him when he was dying. And, it, you know, you, you brought the gospel to him and then... Over, yeah, yeah. you brought the gospel to him, but over that six-month period, he sat and stood with it. He wasn't ready yet. And he, he said, you know what, I'm not ready yet, you know, to die, only because you have that inside feeling of, you know what, what is, what is after? You know, what's, what is it? And, and, you know, and uh, I think that, I think we need to let that go. You know, I think that's uh, one of the things that I, I believe that our faith, you know, so, we're stronger It's an important thing. Yeah. I, I heard a... Um, Sorry about our technical... Rosa, yeah. that's my niece. Hi, yeah. sweetie. Hey. I heard of an interesting parable years ago, and um, it was the wire. No, it's a, it. It's the wire. I think. You, you think? Every time it wiggles, it wiggle, wiggle. So, <laughs> so it'll come talk back. about happiness here. What, what, like yeah. Sean was talking right, about. So you the, talking about the things that we have. Yes. Okay. So yeah. yes. Well, let me give this parable real quick, and then bounce yeah. off of it. So this there's this rich guy, and yeah, he, and he, I'm talking loaded, really, according to him, blessed. Right. Yeah. So he prays to God and says, God, can I just bring one thing to heaven? You've given me so much. Yeah. So then God's like, okay, sure. Go ahead, bring it. God knows exactly what he's going to bring. So he shows up at the gate. And he's got this big bag and he's dragging it behind him. And Peter and Gabriel are there. And they're like, dude, what are you doing? You can't bring anything to heaven. He goes, no, I got permission from God. So they go, oh, hold on a second. They go and they check. Said God said you can come in. And they, so they're like, well, we're just curious. We've never had anybody bring anything. What do you have in the bag? Right. And he's like, look, I sold everything for gold. Look at Look what I have. Peter looks over at Gabriel and goes, oh, look, we got more pavement. So when we put our, <laughs> so when we put all our thing into happiness, into things that are yeah. not going to go with us, and that's why I like the, 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 the verse that says, where your treasure is, yeah. there will your, your heart, heart be also. Be. Yeah. That's yeah. where your happiness, real happiness, like you guys have both been saying, yeah. are in the Lord. They're not yeah. in things here in this world now to get people to uh to grasp you know the seriousness of considering uh that you don't just die that's a whole another thing and that's part of the hopelessness that people feel think about like when stephen was getting stoned and he looked up and he was just he like was father getting stoned, don't hold these and he was him. just like yeah and and he was he's ready that to go mo- at that moment he heard You know what I mean? He's like, I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah, But like, I mean, like, think about it. Like for those who don't know the particular case that we're talking about, we're talking about in the book of Acts when uh, the apostle Stephen was getting stoned to death. And uh, what wound up happening was um, he wound up forgiving uh, the people that were stoning him by saying, Father, please do not hold these sins against them, which is very similar to Jesus saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So imagine getting a rock, probably big enough to fit in your hand, being launched at your head in all parts of your body. It's quite painful. When we, we say stoning, people have this idea like like they were throwing pebbles from like a gravel driveway at you. No, they're hucking rocks, giant stones at you, and it's killing you. 
Yeah. You know, um, and in that moment, in that severe pain, being able to wish them the best. That's like someone you're driving down the road in the car and it's like, bang, somebody smacks into you. Oh, it's all right. You have a nice day. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. It's just a little ding. That's yeah. it. A little, yeah. little compound buff that baby right out. No, you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. like take into consideration the, the moments that really, really tick you off the most and try and just imagine saying, you know what? I'm going to bring myself in that moment to be nice to this person. Yeah. Start there. Yeah. I mean. And, and then just say, hey, don't worry. Yeah. Well, be happy. What do you think? <laughs> I think hopelessness also goes with, especially with the trick. I, I think Satan's definitely the one that played this trick. Well, you know, I, I, I've done all this wrong. There's no possible way. You know, I can't earn this there. So let me just tell you, world, at your lowest level thoughts, you have 20,000 thoughts a day. And most of you would agree that you sin by thought. And most of you probably you could lowball it. But let's just say 10%. That's 2,000 sins by thought alone. Nobody's doing 2,001 good things a day. So it's truly by grace and mercy. That's where the hope is because God says... I'm giving you that hope. I'm handing it to you. Yeah. It's free. Yeah, you so, just have to believe in it, and I will give it to you. You put your hope in that. Someone did that for you personally, and that's where your happiness and your joy is going to come alive. Yeah. Yeah, and then on top of that, um, try to understand that the practices in your life that lead to joy, like the stuff that I read in the Bible is not just, I don't just read it because it's old. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I read it because it works because it's true. Like I didn't always believe in the Bible. And when I started reading the Bible, I didn't believe in God. I didn't, I practiced it and I saw a change and I was just like, that's it. Like, so I had a conversation with someone recently that was, that was having trouble uh, with their dad. And I was like, okay, well, you know, the first thing you got to do is not be angry at him. You know, they're having well, difficulties. Yeah. The first thing you got to do is not be angry with him because if he's not, if you're not engaging with him and you're choosing not to engage with him, well, that's on you too. Well, I can tell you this, it's, it's the same as, you know, um, the, you know, an evil spirit can't live with, with the spirit of God. You know, it's, it's impossible. You can't have light with darkness. It's the same thing. You can't hold anger and uh, contentment and still, and try to live a happy life. It's yeah. not going to happen. You know, you can't have two, but what you're talking about is like, you know, reading the Bible, you don't read it just cause you're old. Proverbs teaches. I didn't say I was old. I said yeah, it was. Yeah, it, well, Proverbs, Pro, yeah, Proverbs teaches us that happy, happiness is in the one who finds wisdom and yes. the one who obtains understanding. So in that, the, the the word of God is what gives us wisdom. Wisdom is is taking the word of God and applying it in our life mm. in action. It's not just me reading it and going, you know what? I just gained some knowledge and then not doing anything with it. If I then take what I have and then share it, like like Jesus says, not only just go make disciples, he said, teach everything that I've commanded you. So if you go and do that, you're going to, live you're going to be blessed you're going to be happy you're Absolutely. going to feel joy in your heart yeah now why would all these things be written down if it wasn't the intent to make you happy yeah. it obviously is and and there has to be some type of evidence to practicing things that actually work in the world so if you haven't practiced these things but you criticize like like this christianity in general then i'd suggest you're selling yourself short of an actual real experience 
to to um to, to be happy. So yeah. don't um like like for example, if you spend your time demonizing other people, you spend less of your time getting your house in order. Well, yeah. going just, back to hope, what you talked about earlier, if you if you listen to what the world says, and every religion, I challenge anybody out there to find one that doesn't do this, you have to do to earn yeah. your way into whether it's an afterlife or a reincarnation, even the false Christian religion. Or just to have a good life. But you have right. to do, but there's no answer on, well, well, how much do I do? Well, I don't know. Because it's a false narrative. Yeah. It's false. And I challenge anybody out there to try to tr try to show me different. But true Christianity, the hope is not it's all done for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of supposed to be the, the yeah. understanding of it. That's, that that right, really but, is. But most of yeah. the world gets stumped with you have to do. And you're never going to be happy in any religion well, that tells you you need to do something. Well, that's why I think in Proverbs when it says happy is the one who finds wisdom. Mm. So it, you're also not going to sit there and not do anything, but if you look and you seek God, you know, and when you when you seek him, he'll reveal himself to you. Guaranteed. And then you'll you naturally You have to want answers. Yeah, guaranteed. You got to got to seek the truth in it. I'm sorry, Ray, what was that? But then we'll naturally want to do things. Things, yeah. Not because we're earning something, we'll want to do Yeah, but see, because but that's we're the loving thing, and like caring for others and then henceforth what what is the answer? Right. Happiness. Like, for example, most young people aren't happy because of, uh, of the attack on God and the church and this country because morality seems boring. Morality seems stupid. Why, why, why be involved in morality if you can just do whatever you want that makes you feel good? Mm. Well, I'll tell you why. The, re the, the reason why you shouldn't do that is because you will constantly chase what makes you feel good, and when you stop feeling good, you're gonna feel nothing but crappy. And they are nothing more nothing than cups. It's like a it's like a coffee cup with a hole in the bottom. Exactly. You're gonna keep you're gonna keep wondering right. why does my coffee right, keep right. running out? Why has Ray not brought everybody coffee? Yeah. Why? And on that note, uh, tonight, you know. Our, seeking our happiness, I think one thing that we, we've learned from each other is, is how to make music about it, happiness. Ha we, yeah, we make music, but you know, uh, seek seek good things. Seek God first. Put Him first to glorify Him. In Absolutely. that, in that, you'll you'll find contentment. Which, mm. when you find contentment in everything that you do, that's where real joy comes from. Amen. Is being content. And then when you have joy, the out cry out of your heart is happiness. I don't need anything. It's yeah. happiness. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to end the mic it. and just drop it. Drop it, that. yeah. Uh, on oh, that, let me rip this thing off. Yeah. Like on that note, we did a little song, a little parody like we normally do. Yes. You know, we'd like to share it with you. Um, it's, uh, it's, well, just don't worry. Just don't worry. Just listen. Just listen. <laughs> Hello, y'all. Such a good day. Such a good day. How you doing? Welcome, everyone. Thank you, thank you. I want you to be inspired to be happy. Okay? Okay. So, okay. When you listen to this song, I want you to We're not so think corny. about people like T-Bird. <laughs> Anyone who may aggravate you. Don't think about T-Bird. Is that so hard? Is that so hard? Here we go. Here's a little jam I wrote. I backed it up with all the biblical quotes. It's don't worry. Don't worry. 
be happy. Don't Even worry, be happy. If you're at court and plead your case, the judge tells you to shut your face. Don't worry. <laughs> be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. The Lord wants you to be happy. So I think we're just going to leave it there, right? Easily. Give you one Find more verse. You can kill it at any moment. I'm just excited. <laughs> excited. Like well, if y'all. you listen to the song too many times. Like if you listen it to the song too crazy. many times, it might make you crazy. And we're going to just end it there. All right, y'all. Thank you, guys. We will see you next week. Tune in next week where we'll be talking about stuff on Alathia Radio again. Thank you very much. Love you all for tuning in. We will be glad to see you next week. Keep it curly. The good Lord's blessings, they may come late. No need to aggravate, so don't worry.